Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, and welcome to Noggy Talk. We are in the thick of December. <laughs> it is thicker than a peppermint milkshake from Chick Fil A right now. That's I'll tell a good you what. One. That was good, man. Thanks. I, uh, I tell you, you added. I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. How you doing, buddy? You know something I've realized that Southerners say. When a you ask nutter? them a question, they yeah. say, yeah, no. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I, I do that for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> or, no, <"Nah>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. What is that? What is that? You like this? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think it's just, a, it's like, uh, yeah. Now everyone's a, uh, like, do I do that? Yeah, you do. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you doing okay this December? I'm good this December. Hey. Hey, so since we pre-record, uh, last week we didn't get to talk about uh, something big, and oh, so I know we have man. questions, but we should because everyone is dying to hear our opinion. Oh yeah, uh, address the college football playoffs. Oh, and uh, ESPN actually called me. Actually, no, they called my children because they're way oh, more experts I, than I am. Oh, I know. Hey, oh, so I actually called it. Somebody yeah, asked me that I, Sunday. I knew like who's gonna mm-hmm. who's gonna who's it gonna be, and I said mm-hmm. it's gonna be Michigan, Washington, mm-hmm. Texas, Alabama. Like, really, no Florida State. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I uh, have mixed feelings about it. I, I'm, it brings up strong. About, I mean, I'm a Georgia fan, so I mean, yeah, they played a terrible game against Alabama. They're still better, I think, on paper. But you lost the game, so that's what it is. Um, I think it just, you know, next year with the expanded playoff, yeah, that's a good thing. I think Florida State. I do. I do think I'm one of the rare few people who does think, hey, they won. They they overcame adversity and they deserve yep. the shot regardless if on paper they're the better team or, or excuse me the worser team whatever than the four they yeah, deserve nah. the, I think they deserve the <laughs> shot uh, that was what I would do I would say you're that guy though. I am they deserve the they shot they deserve though. the fighting they, chance I, I am I will say I will agree with you all day long the ACC is not as strong as the others blah 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 but they won out they lost their quarterback uh, they lost their backup they won with defense they deserve the shot mm, so mm, uh, but mm. the whole reason they're not in there is because of the SEC that they were going to put Alabama in they couldn't put Alabama in without putting Texas in so that's why Florida you're, State you're got probably right I, I yeah, the system is flawed. Yeah, I, th- I think the committee did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, they picked. Who they, they followed the money trail. But, but then, well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, yeah. it's like, are the four best teams? The four best teams are probably Michigan, Ohio State, Abs- Alabama, Georgia. So they agree that. Like, it's agree. just a flawed system. The yeah. new system, like you'll you'll next year, like Liberty would have been like, hey, we really should be in. Which so say Liberty got left yeah. out because we're undefeated conference champ this right. year. They, but could, they, they could be number 12. They weren't going to win. But that's but, a lot different than a team that could have a shot at actually right. winning the title. Absolutely. Liberty I doesn't think, have a yeah, shot. Yeah. You know what hurt FSU too was TCU getting their butts kicked. By oh, Georgia. yeah. That, they were like, we're not going to have yeah, that again. Absolutely. So Florida brutal. State really does I mean, have was, TCU and the SEC. To you think. were like, you felt bad. You're I did. Georgia I was fan. like, Georgia fan. I'm like, can we just call it at halftime? <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway. but uh, ultimately, I was like, you know, after the the SEC championship game and Georgia lost, and we'll move on because this is way too much time on this. Yeah. I was literally just like, all right, well, moving on because 
again, it's a bunch of like 19, 20 year old. Now the college football is like all messed up. 25 year olds and 26 year olds, That's you know, true. Uh, playing a game. And at the end of the day, it just does not affect football is life. <laughs> anyway. It is so much fun. No, but yeah, anyway, it it, it, we got to remember that. Well, speaking of calling it quits at halftime, there you go. Uh, we're talking about uh, being present, being present during Christmas, yeah, right? Because the best because gift you can give someone is your you are the present. Your presence. But, yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're sorry. You were I, I ruined to do your punchline one time. You did ruin. My <laughs> I was listening time. though. But you know, so uh, it's like the middle of the holiday season. There's all these things that people are supposed to do, and mm. so um, you know what we've observed, and other people have shared before, and, and people have written about this is is some people kind of escape during the holidays and aren't present, whether it's in their home or with their family or things in their church, whatever it might be. And so we want to kind of speak to how you can be present during the Christmas season and also kind of talk about that as more than just uh, uh, one month out of the year. So um, we're going to speak to it. And since we're going to speak to it, Justin's going to start. So really, as we talk <laughs> about presence, uh, really the opposite of that is absence. Oh, good job. Uh, and so let's just, let's just start there because I think what happens a lot of times is maybe we're physically present, but we're not like attuned to what's That's actually right. going, around, yeah. going on around us, whether we're paying attention or listening or just being absent, you know? And I think, um, this season maybe highlights some of that a little mm, bit more, mm, uh, mm. though it, the problem persists year round. And that mm. that's for a number of mm -hmm. reasons. You know, we want to escape. We want to we do. be, we want to avoid hard things. We want to procrastinate to avoid hard things. We, and it's so much easier now yeah. because of the, this because you just get on phone. your phone and just yeah, start yeah. scrolling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's, it is really, I think, I mean, I've noticed this in my own self, you know, Catch like with, scrolling. Yeah, that's right. But it's like it, it, it makes our I think our minds because of our phones and technology, our minds have become more and more programmed to be absent because it really is absent minded. And we're constantly consuming and our brains just aren't designed to handle the amounts of information that we're consuming. So we're constantly brain dumping Speak things for your own mind. And, my, and, my, my, my mental capacity. And I think is what's happening is that we're starting to do that with like things that actually matter because we can't pay attention <laughs> mm -hmm. long enough to actually like have a, a, a coherent train of thought. Um, what? I, exactly. <laughs> what did you say? I'm like, as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm like kidding. distracted by five things <laughs> know, in this yeah, room. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I'm think not because the lights are so bright. They are so, so bright. Mm. I think that's what we've got to recognize is um, part of what, you know, we typically talk about slowing down to enjoy the season or things that we, we really should be doing. Um, yeah. Year round. Right. Uh, we really need to, it really is highlighted right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think, I think, so there's like, let's talk about like the philosophical aspect of this, which is like the, this is why, which I think mm -hmm. most people are like, yeah, duh. They're not like, yeah, nah. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, duh. And then we'll talk about like what to do about that. So, mm -hmm. so like from a heart standpoint, like we should want to be present, right? Yeah. Like God, if we're Christian, of course, mm -hmm. like God, if God's desire was for us to just like feel the fullness of his joy, mm. like un, un, unhindered, unfiltered, he would take us to heaven right that second, right? Mm. Like that's the promise. Right. So what he's doing, he is beginning that work in us on earth, but he leaves us on earth where there is hardships, where there is things we want to escape from because he wants us to be used for others' sake, right? Mm -hmm. Like for the advancement of eternity. That's 100% the reality. Right. So – we should then as Christians want to bring that joy 
Like we should increasingly want to bring that joy of heaven into the lives of others by meeting their needs, by being there for them, by caring for them, experiencing the joy that comes from relationships. So like Christmas, like in our home, like we want, we want to, we want to celebrate Jesus together. We want to constantly be investing in people. We want to serve together. We want to all that, all those things. Right. So like, I think we all get that Mm -hmm. probably. Yeah. Hopefully. But then we don't do that. Yeah. So it sounds like what you're saying is like what Jesus said, like teach us to pray that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is. And that isn't always just like, what is the pastor going to say? We're going to do as a church at vision night to do that. It's like, how can I do that? (laughs) Yeah. How can I do that with my in-laws? How Mm. can I do that? Um, you know, wherever it might be. And so, so I think like, why don't we do that? And, um, you know, I, I, I think, or why don't we stay focused on that? I think, I think part of it is we're not disciplining ourselves for the purpose of godliness. We talk absolutely. about those kind of things all yeah, the time. Absolutely. We're constantly focused on what's next, or we're so busy that we're, we have to think about what's next. Um, and so we're not really putting into practice some of the things. I mean, God has wired us in a way that we need rest. Mm-hmm. Um, a good book that I have recently read for class is called Zeal. Genesis. With a, no, <laughs> Genesis. Just I just kidding. read the Bible. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, seminary, you read lots of books besides the Bible, uh, yeah, right? I know, I know. Um, it's a book called Zeal Without Burnout. He's talking about mm-hmm. how not everything mm-hmm. you do is a, I mean, mm-hmm. the Christian life is full of sacrifice and not every sacrifice is burnout, but our, our misplaced zeal can lead to burnout. I feel like that should be your biography. Uh, it really zeal could without be. Burnout. That, <laughs> yeah. I'm complimenting you. All right. You. Well, that, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. But one of the things he talks about is being created for these rhythms of rest and this profound sentence right here. I need sleep. God doesn't. Ooh. Boy. And uh yeah, I, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. I was I mean, as I was like, man, I could have written that, but also yeah, um uh, because that's because it's simple, but that yeah. that simple truth. And, and he goes on to say, I need Sabbath. God doesn't. God doesn't. But he took it. Yeah. And he because to show us, and I think this rhythm that yeah. we're in, and I think we as leaders have to, I mean, I have to say I'm not very good at this, is like the rhythm of true rest in Sabbath is practicing. Mm-hmm presence. It's mm. practicing mm. being in the, the, the shalom, the peace of God, that he's sufficient, that he's enough. And what, um, I, you know, one of the things I've been reading too, was talking about how our secular society is work, 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 vacation. You must be talking about another work, nation because right. this is a Christian not, nation. Not, that's right. Just kidding. <laughs> it's yes, work, 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 vacation, work, 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 vacation. Tell people I'm busy. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But the, the Christian, uh, the Christian perspective is work, Sabbath, work, Sabbath. So it's you mean like every other day, every other, no, no, you know, six, <laughs> yeah, you know, but kidding. you know what I mean? Like if we have, if I we have what repeated, you're trying to do here, yeah, that's staff, right. If we yeah. have repeated rhythms of rest, yeah. then we avoid burnout. Uh, and I think so much of our escapism and lack of presence, and I speak from my own perspective is because we're so busy and so full that when we actually do have a time to sit down and be present with someone, yeah. we almost don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, when's the last time you just sat in a conversation, no technology around, and just focused on the people around you and their needs and their conversations? And and that's hard. You know, that's uh, it shouldn't be hard, but we've made it hard. Mm, no, I mean, yeah, I the I I say that sleep is a reminder that we're not God, you know, and I, we yeah. need sleep. So um I think that the Sabbath principle is super important to this. Um and people just aren't doing it. They're just flippantly uh, considering what God would have to say. And I, I really do try to have a day where I'm like off uh, mm-hmm. you know, from 
my regular work. And I, I would, I would have heard Sabbath defined as that, like a day where you, um, don't have to work for your regular responsive, you know, your regular responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, um, you know, I mean, and you know what Sabbath is. I mean, some, some people would take it doing any work around the house is not Sabbath. I think, you know, I'm, I'm intentional. I, I don't enjoy mowing the yard, but going out and mowing the yard and listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. listen to a sermon, yeah. like that's rest for me. So, um, you know, and we could, we could debate all that on another buggy talk, but I, but I, I think that's a big part of it. And being in the word, like, yeah. I think if we want to, if we want to, if we want to focus every day, you know, live for God, then we need to take the morning in my opinion mm-hmm. and spend time hearing from God and, and praying and listening. And if we can journal and just really commit that day to the Lord, uh, I think that's beneficial. Um, I think we need accountability too. Yeah. And and when I say accountability, I don't mean just people who are like, you screwed up, you know, like, I, mean, I don't know what voice it is. <laughs> that but voice, like, that's usually the yeah, voice. Yeah, you, you, you. <laughs> you are a terrible person. You are not. I don't know what voice it is. You are not doing good. Uh, I'm sure that's some offensive accent, and I yeah, don't mean sure it to be. It doesn't, but it doesn't sound like any ethnicity to me, yeah, so yeah, I think it's safe. But anyway. Um, kind of sounded like a little bit like Cookie Monster-ish. <laughs> yeah, like Muppet. It's not a so Muppet. If, any, if anybody should be offended, it's a Muppet <laughs> right now. But like. Hey, pray for me. How can I pray for you this week? Hey, I'm, I'm going to this gathering, you know, and I just want to pour into people that, you know, just, and how did it go? You know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, I mean, worshiping with a church, hopefully you have a church. You really enjoy worshiping, um, having a good marriage, you know, that you encourage, uh, that helps to have the person (laughs) as your partner. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, being healthy. I mean, right. And I think just ultimately prioritizing being present, and, um, you know, that. making, have some unstructured time. Just, I would say have time where you, you know, even if you're a parent and you've got teenagers and they have electronics where we just say, Hey, everybody's putting their phones up right now. That's right. And you'll get pushback. Mm-hmm. That's no okay. Phones. Like that's part of being yeah. a parent is mm-hmm. dealing with the pushback. It's part of being a leader is dealing with the put, like, you know, it's just what happens, but you know, ultimately it's cultivating the space for these things. That's um, good. We don't have to constantly have something in front of us or in our minds. Like we can just be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, with that too, like, so you, you, you said this, like if we, if we're full filling our, if there's no margin in our life financially, mm-hmm. um, emotionally, uh, time-wise, like if there's no margin, yeah. it's hard to be present. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so I think like learning to have more margin in your mm-hmm. life and you've, you've got to figure that out, you know, and you got to make wise choices. And I think you just have to say, Hey, getting to a point where there is margin in my life, uh, is that important, you know? Um, and, and not being a people pleaser too. I think that's been a part of my life is like, yeah. you know, just want everybody to be happy. Yeah. Want everybody to get along. All this best for I everyone. I can't make people be different. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. That's true. I'm good at it comparatively, but I can't make anybody. You can't be. make anybody. I, I'm good at being persuasive. Yeah, but you but, can't make yeah. anybody do it. You can't mm. make anybody do it. So, mm. well, there you go. Hey, there you go. Anything yeah. else we need to escape from or just besides <laughs> this conversation? Yeah, let's escape from this All conversation. Right. Cool. Got a connected question. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me, um, and this was actually, remember when I preached on, uh, you, you better say yes. Remember when I preached <laughs> on children and parents um, yes. a couple weeks ago? Uh-huh. It was and the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So they, I, I said no, you should all, always, I said you should always honor your parents. Yeah. And, um, they were like, well, okay. So what about like my parents, they want us to go on vacation with them every year. I have a limited amount of vacation time. We'd Mm -hmm. rather do something with our kids on our own. Um, and then kind of like connected that like holidays, like there's certain parents, they want you to come there Christmas. 
Christmas. You want to do Christmas morning with your parents, but they yeah. want to come over Christmas morning. Like, how do you um, honor your parents, yeah. but also like do your thing that you feel like you should do? Ooh, that's a great question. And uh, when I figure it out, I will let you know. I think so. So why don't you tell I, us how David right. and Ann make you mad? That's right. No. So I think <laughs> <laughs> my parents are pretty like, I mean, I'm thankful, like they're pretty realistic with expectations. Of okay. course, they want to be together, but they're like low, low, low pressure. The so more kids you have, the less likely your parents are to say, hey, we want to see you yeah. in the morning too. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think, you know, if, so I would I say, say the more kids you have or less kids you have. You said the more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So okay. I would say first, let me address like if you're if you're older and your parents and you, excuse me and your children are grown, uh, remember what it was like to have expectations and try to free your kids That's from good. those expectations. That's good. Yeah. Um, granted, like the reality, there's I, there's what's ideal. And there's what's real. Ideal is that everyone is just so selfless and no one gets their feelings hurt and we're all, that's not real. So, um, you know, if you're in a position where you're trying to honor your mother and father who are older and that you got kids, you're, I mean, I hope your mother and father are older than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) You mean like way old, way older, you know, and you're grown, your parents are (laughs) older. You've, you're raising your own kids. Okay. Okay. Like, you know, like there is a point when we're not necessarily under their authority, but we're not free from the command uh, to honor honor them. So we do have to walk with a lot of discernment about what is honoring because I have seen, uh, parents, older parents with grown children place burdensome expectations that are not biblical. Mm. And then I've even seen where it gets twisted to, you should honor your father and mother and the, the scriptures get twisted. So that's wrong. Yeah. It's, I, that's a great point. Yeah. Back to marriage real quick. It's, it never says husbands ensure your wives submit. Yeah. Right. And it never says wives ensure your husbands do this. Mm-hmm. So like it never says parents ensure your children honor you. Right? right. Like obeying that's it's our responsibility right. to try and teach them to obey. Mm-hmm. But like an honor point, like we're not like you're not honoring me, you know? Yeah. Like that shouldn't be something we're saying. Right. So anyway, you just yeah. got to, you know, so you do have to have, I would say, principles to help in this clear communication be okay with not being misunderstood, be, be okay with being misunderstood because let's just say your parents do have unrealistic expectations and they're like, no, you really should. You may have to just say, you know, no, what's best for my family is this. Yeah. Um, I would, you know, and then be okay like, with them not understanding and saying, mm-hmm. we still love you and here's what we can do uh, or willing to do. Now, I would say between the husband and wife, if, you know, um, you know, it gets complicated when you're dealing with multiple sets of parents and recognize that. And you guys have to be unified in this. You have to have clear communication and, uh, you know, just be open, honest in the communication. Mm-hmm. And ultimately what you have to do is like, this is what's best for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say say, you know, be clear with honoring your mom. What a way to honor them is to be clear, invite Mm -hmm. them into your traditions. You know, I think I do Mm -hmm. uh, empathize, you know, I mean, I'm not there yet, but my kids are getting older and I am very aware that one day they're going to have their own traditions and it's okay. Like if they, they may take some of the traditions we have as a family and incorporate them into their holiday celebration or big rhythms and vacations and all those things. And they may not. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just want to be so supportive of them. Uh, and, also, just just want to be. I feel like I can empathize, and I would just say, just be as 
as supportive as you possibly can uh, to yeah. your children. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. I think hard. we talked about this before. Like, you know, it's easy for me to speculate what I'm going to yeah, be like, know, right? But right. like, oh, I'm going to get my feelings hurt. I'm going to be And a I think video. for us, like in our situation, like we both have six children. So we have this real, re, we have this realization that getting us all together yeah, for a holiday it, at it one time is going to be happen. very yeah, difficult. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think that, j- so that might be like, something that's prompted by us having so many, but I I think that even if you only have one or two, you know, or three, like you, you should have the same expectation. Like they don't have to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. um, if you have family, like for us, you know, we have to be here on Christmas Eve, you know, you have to be here on Christmas Eve. I do. We do. And so like our, there's no flexibility, like Mm -hmm. to go to Christmas at grandma's, you know, and like, we're just not going to, pack our kids up at seven o'clock at night and drive six hours, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, cause we just don't feel like that's right for them for Christmas, you know, and, and some do, and I'm not saying that they're wrong for that, but, um, so, so like if my parents had that expectation, like we just wouldn't be able to meet it. And so I, I think, you know, the inv- you want to create as the older, as the parents, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, in- the, the grandparents, like the, a welcoming, but not demanding environment. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and if you be the servant, I feel like whoever has more authority or power should always try to be the servant, you know, in my opinion, you know, and so, um, we're always trying to deny ourselves. Um, and then I just try to, like you said, I try to communicate with my parents and in-laws and, and it took a few years for us mm-hmm. to figure out Christmas. We've worked something out now where, yeah. you know, my parents come over a day or two before Christmas Eve and then they leave, you know, the day after Christmas, even though they'd probably like to stay longer so that my in-laws can come. So they drive over, you know, on Christmas day, see my, um, some other family and then they come to our house the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it's like a handoff and it took a few years yeah. to figure that out. Maybe it was awkward. I don't yeah. know. Um, you know, uh, but now nobody yeah. it is what it is but you adapt and i think that's a, yeah. that's a key to this is you have to adapt over time and as your kids get older the needs change you just have to change and we've we've done that in the recent years you know just said hey for a long time we have all of our families in atlanta and we thanksgiving and christmas we traveled both holidays and it really got to the point where we just could not do it anymore and mm. you know like we had to adjust and we we have some friends who are older and what they do is uh they take two weeks out of the year and basically they, and they, they can pay for all their kids and grandkids to come. And like, it's one week they keep all the grandkids and then like, Hey, it, you know, you go and do whatever you want to their kids. Mm-hmm. And then the next week they're all together. Yeah. It's like two weeks every year. And I, I, you know, if you have the means to do something like that, I think that's great. Cause then that takes that pressure off of the other holidays right. Yeah. because you are able to be mm-hmm. there together. And usually, you know, you could probably make something like that work once yeah. a year, especially if you're paying for it. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> if you're empty nesters, you got more disposable and income. Yeah. And if you can't, you figure out what you can right. do. Yeah. You yeah. Know, what can you do in those yeah. situations? All right. Well, uh, I mean, of course, there's a thousand nuances to those and dynamics and relationships, but hopefully yeah. those are helpful principles. And if you have difficult, you know, people, I mean, it yeah. is what it just be smile. Yeah. Be as selfless as you can. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Um, we have one more question, right? One more question. Yes. This came as a comment. um, And this was a a few weeks ago. We talked about, um, in response to the sermon, about standing up for injustices. And the question was, should Christians stand up uh, for anti-Semitism, excuse me, as injustice? Um, Yeah. That's the question. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially given what's going on, I mean, this, this isn't new with what's been going on. In re, in the past few months, uh, but it is 
definitely heightened uh, given what's been going on in Israel, Palestine, and, yeah. and Hamas. Um, absolutely. And, you know, there was in this past week, there's been a clip circulating mm-hmm. of, of um, in Congress. And there was a it was like the president, I think it was MIT and Harvard yeah. and another school that I can't think of right now. But uh, Penn. And, uh, Penn, Penn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were basically being questioned about whether or not uh, speaking out in favor of genocide constituted of hate speech. And they're asked pretty much. And they and they were giving very. Uh, I'm just glad you also saw that because it's rare that we both I know. saw a viral yeah. clip. And I mean, you could find this clip and it's um, it's actually Unless incredibly, it it's not just disheartening, it's actually maddening to to see it because they kind of really sidestep the question and try to say, well, it's actually nuanced and that it depends on the context. And basically what they're saying is it could be only if there's actions towards genocide. But yeah. what they said is that only if there's actions towards genocide would yeah. it actually be something they would discipline, which really contradicts uh, their actions about a lot of other I know, speeches. Right. Right, in the right. past, which is so it's actually a little bit infuriating uh, in that situation. Yeah. And that does need to be called out. It does need to be raised. Yeah. yeah, for clarity, like the problem with those presidents who are speaking there, I don't think they're, uh, you know, hate Jewish people, those presidents, but they're just like so <sighs> sympathetic isn't the right way. We're just so it's, slow to act on things that are clearly wrong. Right. Right. And, and so like, and, and you could replace that with like Christians and I Mm -hmm. think it would have been the same thing, but then if it were homosexuality, you know, Mm -hmm. and and so there's just clear that there's this group, but I'm I'm not, you know, woe is me. I mean, I'm a white male, you know, living Mm -hmm. in a conservative town. So I'm not like, woe is me by any Mm -hmm. means here, but like, it's just very clear that in certain circles, there are groups that are protected and groups that are not, you know? Right. And so like the fact that they wouldn't say like, this is, wrong right like, i mean it, it just clearly is a no-brainer right right and they're trying to you know just sidestep they're, they're it really trying to cover their you yeah, know by saying, whatever yeah. body part in the name of say. academic yeah. freedom yeah, and yeah. it's just wrong yeah absolutely wrong. so 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 i i do find it you know um so i i the, the thing i would say is ultimately i don't know what you do you know there's not a lot of uh in our context there's not a lot of that that exists anti-semitism you know that is not around here uh, too much. I, I do have a person or two uh, that email me regularly that I think um, like they uh, are pretty against the Jews. Uh, so they are there. They are mm-hmm. out there, you know, um, and believe in a lot of conspiracy theories and all that. And so I don't respond to those. E- I've responded once and said, stop emailing me. And they did, they keep emailing me, but um, they don't listen to Boggy talk. But, you know, if they did, stop emailing me. But um <laughs> So, so it's out there. Um, and I just think anytime, um, we hear about those things, we engage, I I will say like, I think that sometimes like we get so caught up in, in, in the internet stuff instead of like actually like dealing with the issues that are around us. Like, what are we doing about the problems of injustice and, uh, that are around us, right. Mm -hmm. Instead of engaging with people around us. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. Back to the yeah, yes, we stand yep. up against that. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, uh, we're gonna wrap today up with a little game, and uh, since it's Nagi Talk and since it's Christmas, this this uh, game is going to test uh, Senor James, Senor your James. Uh, ability to identify a movie 
a Christmas movie based off of a quote. Okay, and, I'm uh, good with quotes. No, you are good with movie quotes. I don't know if quotes. I'm good with Christmas movie uh, quotes. Well, so. well, and, I'm, and I've skipped over some of the obvious ones, uh, like you sit on a throne of lies, elf, or you'll shoot your eye out. Uh, toy, not Toy Story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christmas Story toy about story. a toy. Yeah. All right, so uh, I would probably I'm get two for two. very few of these. All right, so here we go. Number one. All right. I believe. I believe. It's silly, but I believe. Oh, man. Polar Express? Miracle on 34th oh, Street. Oh, okay. okay. I've never seen it, and Christy's can't believe it, and she's vowed you know we're going to watch it this Christmas. I've never, never seen Miracle really? on 34th Street. Oh, man. It's been just... playing in the background. <laughs> I've never actually seen all of A Christmas Story. It's been uh, playing on the background uh, many, funny. many times. But Yeah. Oh, funny, man. The, the first church I worked at, uh, the pastor wanted to do a whole thing themed around the Christmas story. He wanted to show a clip in oh, that service. that was an original idea. Yeah, and he, he wanted to, like, show a clip. And it was back when you, like, had to show it. You, there was no digital. It was, like, a DVD player we had yeah. to project. And he was oh, like, man. but you have to hit pause <laughs> at this point because it has a cuss word. That's so uh, funny. I was like, in, in my mind, I was like, then Listen, should we be doing okay. this? But anyway, okay. we did. So can I tell a story here? So, story time. So we did that, a clip. Um, it wasn't using DVD, so this was like in 2010 <laughs> or something. Yeah, that's right. But but it was of uh, Talladega Nights oh, when they're praying. <laughs> just little when baby they're praying Jesus, around. yeah. Yeah, and I just wanted – I was using that to explain, you know, that that's – whatever. And then she says, say the bleep grace. Oh. And our person didn't, didn't stop, stop it from it. saying that. Oh. So, like, I'm already Man. at this kind of, like, newer church. Yeah. And people are like, what do I think about this? And then – that you happened became, on Christmas on, Eve. Oh wow, that's that's crazy. You became the that pastor. Grace. <laughs> My God. Oh man. And we just lost twenty oh, people. Yeah, there you go. All right. So next is she didn't say bleep. Just yeah, for clarity. she didn't say bleep. All right. Next next quote. No one should be alone on Christmas. No one should be alone on Christmas. Home alone. Nope. Two. Lost nope. in New York. No. Okay. Uh, it's animated and live action. I'm do two diversions animated and live action. There's two versions of this movie. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed <laughs> Reindeer. I don't know. Dr. Seuss is how the Grinch stole oh, Christmas. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he says that to the girl on Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Probably too. so. To the Probably lady, so. you know, the oh, bird yeah. lady. Yeah, he does. Yeah, actually, yeah. we just watched that recently. Yeah, he yeah. does. Okay, so I, all right. So I, yeah, you get I'm you get partial credit. There you go. All right. You can mess with a lot of things, but you can't mess with kids on Christmas. Oh, man. Home Alone? I don't know. You're close. Home Alone 2. Yeah! <laughs> That's right. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Okay. Hey, that was funny. You said that about the other one. I was like, oh, don't give it home, away, face. Home Alone is my favorite Christmas it's movie, It's such I a think. good movie. It's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Next. This one is kind of obscure. There, yeah. Just because I cannot see it doesn't mean I can't believe it. Book of Hebrews. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it sounds like Hebrews. If I can see R. Kelly. Oh, wait. That's right. That's we should have mentioned R. Kelly. Uh, just because I can't see it doesn't mean I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. uh, Santa Claus. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. Man, you're really. Yeah, is, these are. Yeah, I, had, yeah. well, I had to skim past the. All right. So yeah, here we go. Yeah. All right. Now nah, you got this one. Mm. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Yeah, that's uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. Linus. And then Linus he bust out that. Luke chapter two, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, too. All it right. It is a good one as well. This one should be a giveaway. The thing about trains 
It doesn't matter where they're going. Polar Express. What matters is deciding to get on. Polar Express. There you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. And that's National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Good job. Mm -hmm. All right. You're on a roll. On a roll. All right. A toy is never truly happy until it is loved by a child. I'm guessing that's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I would have not gotten that. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, okay. This is similar to one before, but a little different. Okay. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Uh, Billy Graham, Sermon, 1972. <laughs> uh, I can't feel the effects of the wind, but I can. Um, he didn't talk like that either. No. Uh, I'm just going to make Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. Good <laughs> That's a safe guess. Yeah, it was. Any of these. All right. We got a couple more. Okay. All right. Um, there's a certain magic that comes with the very first snow. For when the first snow is also a Christmas snow, well, something wonderful is bound to happen. Is that a Christmas story? Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, okay, Frosty all right. the Snowman. All right, we've got uh, uh, just a couple more. All right. You have such a pretty face. You should be on a Christmas card. Is that from the elf? That's elf. elf. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. good job. Yeah. All right. Christmas was on its way. Lovely, glorious, beautiful Christmas upon which the entire kid year revolved. That's a Christmas story? That is. Okay. Oh, yeah. good job for never yeah, seeing it. It sounded like that. Yeah, it I does. Mean. All right. And we're going to have the hap happiest. Oh, excuse me. I got to start over. And we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas. I mean, that sounds like Christmas vacation again. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. I was gonna, okay. I'll stop you before you yeah, say yeah. it's not. All right. Yeah. And then last, here we go. This one's kind yeah. of obscure. Okay. I want my house to be seen from space. That is Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, uh, that's not what. Uh, sorry, it's got Danny DeVito and um, dude. and uh, the dude that Ferris Bueller. And I don't know the name of the movie. Deck the halls. Deck the halls. Deck yes, the yes, halls. Yeah, yeah. There you go. When I said Christmas with the Cranks. That's what the movie I was thinking of because I've actually never seen all those movies either. Yeah, we Christmas with the Cranks. We watch that one. Uh, I think every year because really? it just kind of. It's What's not it my about? favorite. It's basically a, a couple whose daughter is not going to be home for Christmas, and they have all these Christmas traditions. And then uh, they decide to cancel Christmas and go on a cruise. And everyone in their community is like, "But you're the one who hosts the Christmas party, and you do all the things." And so it's like them avoiding their name because they're going on a cruise and then the last minute their daughter decides she's coming back and they have to throw like put together christmas and they don't go on the cruise they don't my daughter be by herself but it's redeeming because they like go across the street was the cruise to, refundable no so here's what happens i mean you're not going to watch this but they go across the street I'm to really the crotchety to the crotchety old neighbor yeah. who has just found out that he has cancer and they share the gospel and no they give him the cruise and they send them on the cruise so <sighs> you know it's there's redemption but do, does it work like that because i think no, with cruises, they're not you transferable now yeah, yeah. but in, the, in anything's possible in is this hollywood pre-covid or after covid <laughs> definitely pre probably pre is this, is this carnival or is this royal Caribbean? oh there you go okay <laughs> all right well hey uh, hopefully that puts you in the mood to watch some Somebody christmas wants to movies send us on cruises I mean, yeah. we prefer not to go just the two of us. But, <laughs> that's <you> right. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that may be fun, but we can get a sponsorship. Uh, that's right. That's right. Can we get companies. sponsored by Carnival? That'd be yeah. awesome. Mm. Well, hey. I prefer Royal Caribbean. <laughs> that's right. I've, yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. The only time I've been Me on either. A, I haven't been on one. I've only I been went, on Carnival. Uh, we went in high school. Our our marching band went on a cruise, and it was the, like a terrible cruise ship. And like we found out like a few years later, they actually like ported it and were using it in I think um, Haiti. 
uh, as a jail. <laughs> like that's how awesome that boat was. They were wow. using it for uh, prison. So wow. anyway, on that note, uh, hey, watch some Christmas movies <laughs> yeah. and we'll see you next time. That's right. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.